0: The former comedian may command the respect of Italian voters and politicians now, but a top opposition leader in Germany called him a clown. To be fair, what the German politician said was that he was shocked that two clowns won the Italian elections. The second clown he was referring to was Berlusconi, whose center-right alliance did better than expected at the polls. That may not have been the most diplomatic way to express dismay about the election results, but it does highlight Europe's anxiety when it comes to what's happening in Italy. The world's Clark Boyd has more.
1: European leaders had a good thing going with Mario Monti leading Italy, a technocrat committed to the European agenda of austerity and reform. Monti, it was felt, was making progress in getting Italy's economy back on track. But Monti and his followers failed to make their case to Italian voters.
2: The thing they didn't explain is why it's necessary for Italy to face its austerity measures in order to stay within the eurozone.
1: Paola Subacchi is a research director at Chatham House in London. She says that instead, Italians chose the kind of anti-Europe rhetoric embraced by Silvio Berlusconi's party and Beppe Grillo's five-star movement.
2: The five-stars movement has expressed the mood of the nation, and I think it's the nation which says 60% of people thinks that the euro hasn't been such a good thing for Italy. But the thing is there are no proposals and policies and ideas on how to move the country out of this deadlock.
1: And so Italy faces a potentially lengthy period of political instability. Well, even more political instability than usual. After all, Italians have gone to the polls more than 60 times since the end of World War II. But this latest episode comes at a critical economic juncture for the country. And the result, political gridlock, is anything but cause for optimism, says Paul Mortimer-Lee of BNP Paribas. It's very bad for
0: Italian growth. Firms will delay investment. Households will delay big-ticket purchases. Foreigners will put less money in Italy. The rating agencies will be thinking, do we downgrade Italy? And Italian borrowing costs will rise substantially. This is going to knock a half to one percent off Italian growth this year. And this is an economy that's already shrinking.
1: And that's not just bad news for Italy. The country is the third largest economy in the Eurozone. Johann von Overtfeld is the author of The End of the Euro.
0: Italy is close to 20% of the eurozone economy, uh, which means that if things start to go really bad there, we will feel it very much in all the other eurozone countries. But of course, the rest of the world will also feel uh, the impact
1: of that kind of problem. And that means here in the United States as well. The economic recovery here is shaky. Massive budget cuts loom at the end of this week, our own kind of self-imposed austerity measures. Throw in a new bout of economic crisis in Europe, and you're bound to get a bit queasy if you're, say, the chairman of the Federal Reserve, says Stephen Englander of Citibank in New York.
0: If you're Ben Bernanke, you're probably sitting at the Fed saying, look, you know, this isn't over. There's still the potential for very negative shocks to come from outside the U.S. And we need this buffer to
1: make sure that our economy, which is just beginning to get its footing, uh, doesn't get hit by, by these shocks from abroad. In public, most European officials are expressing the hope that Italy can form a government and get on with its reforms. But that doesn't sound like something many Italians are interested in right now. And in other countries that have been through the ravages of austerity in the past few years, there is sympathy. Some in Greece, for example, are now asking, where's our Beppe Grillo? Anton LaGuardia is with The Economist in Brussels. He says the Italian election results are a rude awakening for leaders in Brussels and Berlin.
2: It's easier to bully smaller countries like Greece. It's much harder to bully Italy because if Italy goes down, it's too big to save, too big to bail out. And frankly, it's probably too big for the euro to survive the shock.
1: Last summer, the head of the European Central Bank said he would do whatever it takes to save the euro. In a speech today, Mario Draghi, himself an Italian, didn't mention his native country at all. But he did say that the austerity measures being implemented in Europe are coming at, quote, a heavy social cost. And those costs, says author Johann von Overtfeld, are giving rise to protest.
0: Unemployment rising, uh, especially youth unemployment, for more and more European countries is a huge problem. It is to be expected that, that anti-European anti-German mood uh, will be increasing in the
1: coming uh, months. Von Overthveld says that if there's one other lesson to take away from the Italy situation, it's this. The European project, a unified political and economic zone with policies coordinated across dozens of countries, is still far from being a done deal. For The World, this is Clark Boyd.